0: After a long hiatus, Ask Dan Windows is back. We're in a new office. We're going to take your questions. Stay tuned. With so many OEMs struggling to make a profit on Android, why haven't more attempted to make a high-end phone for Windows Mobile? So this is a great question, and it's actually pretty simple. It's just market share, right? There's only about 3% of the world's phones are on Windows Phone at this moment. And it's a very tough thing to get in there and make a high-end flagship phone and get onto all carriers, specifically when you had Nokia just a few years ago dominating the landscape. Remember, it's 97% of the Windows Phone market share was Nokia devices. Now that Microsoft is backing down a little bit there, we should see some room for OEM stepping up to the plate, and hopefully they'll make some high-end devices. But it's gonna take a little while before I think they build up momentum. How will the leaked specs and designs of upcoming Lumia flagships stand when comparing it with the iPhone and Samsung Note S series? Okay, so this week we saw Apple's big event and we saw the new iPhone 6S and 6S Plus. Not really too many surprises. but let's admit they're nice phones. Samsung is also doing very well with their Galaxy S series and I happen to like those devices a lot myself. So the question of course is, how is uh, Microsoft gonna basically match up against those? I think it's a tough question. We have seen these devices and renders and some you know, mediocre photos, but we haven't seen the same sort of press renders, hands-on videos and everything that we're used to. Now, I think when we do see those, people's opinions are going to change. In fact, it almost always does. I think almost every Nokia Lumia phone that came out when it was leaked, people didn't like it until it came out, and then they did. And I think that's gonna be the case here. Having said that, the specs on these devices are actually pretty high-end, but there really isn't that much there that is very wow-worthy. Sure, there's an iris scanner, but as I've heard and mentioned before, I don't think it's going to work right out the gate. We'll have to wait and see what that happens. The good news is I do hear the iris scanner actually works very well, but we're running into some hiccups, possibly with at and We'll have to wait and see on that one. So these devices will be good. They're just not that exciting looking, and I think that's an okay thing if they work well. Now, I've had a few of my sources who have actually seen these devices, and they don't work for Microsoft, say a lot of positive things about them. The one thing they do say is, it's one of those things you have to hold and see in person to really appreciate the devices. Now, whether that holds true for everyone, and that's going to remain the fact when these devices are officially announced, hopefully in October, remains to be seen. I still have some hope for these devices and I think we'll see a lot of reviewers change their mind when they actually get to see them. So I urge caution right now on forming an opinion, but yeah, there is no doubt here Microsoft has an uphill battle to fight when it comes to Samsung and Apple. Will Microsoft remove its beta apps like Gestures and Instagram or later re-release its stable version after Windows 10 phone? All right, so I think this question is partially addressing what happened last week with Microsoft announcing that they're pulling a bunch of apps from Windows Phone including some of those camera apps. And this has caused quite a stir amongst the community and I totally get it. The real question here is what's gonna happen? Are those apps gonna be folded into the Windows 10 versions? Are there gonna be Windows 10 comparable apps coming out? And the fact is we just don't know. We've already seen a little bit of what the Microsoft camera app is and it has some of those features in there, but things like Panorama aren't there and we don't know if they're coming or not. And that is a big question. I do not know what Microsoft plans are here. I do hope that we are going to see those features come into those devices through the store, but we'll just have to kind of wait and see at this point. Fingers crossed though that they do the right thing. Regarding those new Lumia phones, early rumors mentioned a metallic band rather than fully polycarbonate. Is this a Nokia pipeline remnant? All right, so about City Man and Talkman. yes, these phones are part of the Nokia portfolio that were brought over to Microsoft. Now, I imagine Microsoft has had some input here, there might have been some changes, but overall, those designs are still very much Nokia. The whole metal thing is getting a little bit mixed up. There is a metal phone that won't be out till next year, possibly in May, and that's the rumored Intel device. Now, that, from what I understand, is a true Microsoft creation unlike City Man and TalkMan. As far as the metal on City Man and TalkMan, no, there really isn't any. There's a little bit of a band around the camera housing, but the device itself is polycarbonate. Now this does buck the trend currently of metal devices out there, and I'm mixed on it. I do love the feel of a metal phone. However, polycarbonate does bring with it some great advantages. For instance, you can remove the cover, you can replace the battery, and they're more resistant to bangs and drops, and so that's not a bad thing either. And don't forget, the Snapdragon 810 and 808, those things heat up a little bit, and what better conducts heat than metal? So having a polycarbonate device does have some benefits to it, but uh, I'm not too sure people are gonna really necessarily love them either. What's your take on non-Microsoft flagship Windows phones coming in the market? What does it mean for us in Microsoft? So this is like a reference to the first question regarding other OEMs stepping up to the plate, and I think it's a great thing. We do need variety here, and Microsoft, in order to do that, has to step down a little bit. Now, I do think they should have some flagship phones out there, but I don't think they should dominate the story. For instance, I'd really like to see Samsung bring some of their Galaxy S devices over to Windows Phone. I use a Galaxy S Edge on occasion. I love the hardware. I don't really care for Android, but you throw Windows 10 Mobile on that, that's a killer device. So I think if Microsoft gives these OEMs some room, they see growth, and they see potential, we'll see it happen, and I think that'll resonate very well. After all, Microsoft can't do all the heavy lifting for advertising when it comes to these devices, and a company like Samsung definitely has deep pockets. So fingers crossed that this will happen, but yes, it's a story that we'll just have to wait and see, like all things with Microsoft. Should I wait for Windows Mobile 10 to get a Windows Mobile device, or can I shoot for the 640XL right now? So this is always a tough question. Do you buy a phone now, which is cheaper, and you can get it today, or do you wait a few months to get the next device? It's kind of tough. I love the 640XL. I love the way it feels in the hand. I love the display. I do wish it had a better processor and a higher-end camera, but other than that, it's actually a really great device, and it will get Windows 10 mobile. However, I think you should still wait because we're so close to these devices being announced. I think when they do, you'll have some buyer regret that you didn't wait. Now, this also comes down to pricing. These flagship phones are obviously going to cost more, but the point of these devices is to highlight and showcase Windows 10 Mobile. In that sense, they're gonna have some features like Continuum and the Iris scanner that a 640XL just does not have and will not get. So, if you want the best for Windows 10 Mobile, definitely wait. And mind you, we're only a few weeks out from Microsoft actually announcing these devices, and I do believe they'll hit the market by November. What are your thoughts on Skype messaging preview? So putting bugs aside, I really like the Skype messaging app that's coming to Windows 10 Mobile. Now the app came out Sunday and it already just got an update which greatly improved the stability of the app. And the reason I like it is this. Skype is a great service for VoIP and desktop. However, on mobile, it's always had a problem fitting in. People like to use it, but it's you know, a little bit big and bulky to load, especially if you just want to send a message to someone. However, I find my behavior has changed when using the Skype messaging app. For instance, I feel like now I can easily chat with people using it as opposed to loading up this full app. It feels like I'm just sending an SMS message, which is exactly what Microsoft wants. Likewise, I feel like I do want to make video calls now with it since it's just a quick button and I can just easily call one of my contacts. This is obviously like what FaceTime is like for Apple, and I think it works here as well. And what's really going on here is Microsoft is trying to put Skype into the background. In other words, Skype will still be an app for you people out there who really need the full feature set. However, I think what they're going for is to have Skype fade into the background, but just the services exist throughout the phone. And I think it's actually a smart move. After all, Skype brings with it a lot of baggage. But if you tie it into, say, your SMS, your voice, and video, and it just is in the background, I think a lot more people will use it. I know, like I said, that my behavior's already changed a bit, I think yours will too. And there's another half of the story here, which is iOS and Android. How are those people gonna use it? They're still facing the idea here that Skype is a full-featured app and not messaging or video. And so that story, I'm not sure how that's gonna be answered by Microsoft and it remains to be seen. But so far, I really like where this is going and we can also see more dynamic updates from Microsoft coming from the store through these services. I think it's pretty awesome. Do you think Facebook will release a universal app for Windows 10? So I don't have any inside information on this, However, I think it's safe to say Microsoft is working closely with Facebook. We already see it with the beta app and the Windows Phone app, which aren't generally well received, but then again, when I go into the Android or iOS store, no one likes those apps either. Having said that, yeah, I can't imagine that Facebook would pass up this opportunity. After all, they just have to do one app now, and it could go to mobile and desktop. And we're starting to see a nice pickup here with Windows 10 Universal apps, and a company like Facebook would be smart to do so. Now, like I said, I don't have any inside information on this. If you have any, pass it on. But I do believe we will see that coming from Facebook and other major services as well. Considering the negative opinion to the leak of the Lumia 950 and 950XL render, do you think Microsoft will change their design at the last minute? So we get this question a lot and I have to say no. These phones have been in development for at least nine months at this time, perhaps even longer, and you can't really do many last minute changes. They could do some light cosmetic changes, a quick change out of a piece here and there, but overall the design themselves are locked in, and unless they want to put off for another six months, they gotta release what they have. I'm still not sure people are gonna love them, but I do think once you do see these phones, you'll change your opinion. Of course, we'll just have to wait a few more weeks to see, but nope, these phones are feature locked at this point. So that does it for this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Remember, if you have a question, use hashtag AskDanWindows on Twitter and submit them, and maybe we'll pick yours. Thanks for watching, take care everybody.